I've got a great message prepared, but I don't feel like it's the one that we're supposed to do right now. We can always do it later. A message along the lines of intercession. And we need to know what that is so that we can do that appropriately as a church, intercessory prayer. And uh, tomorrow night, um, we do have uh, a spirit, we like to call prayer meeting spirit-led prayer. And the reason why we call it spirit-led prayer is we meet to pray and to be led by the Spirit of God in what to pray for and how to pray. Because there's different ways and different avenues of prayer. There's intercessions, there's supplications, there's the prayer of worship, you know, where you could just come together and just worship all night long. Hallelujah. That's what we're doing tonight. Prayer of worship. It's beautiful. And of course, for your individual life, there is the prayer of faith. Amen? Well, Jesus said, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Amen? And then, of course, Paul, talking to Timothy, says, I exhort that first of all, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Father, who would have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so one of the main purposes for prayer is for people that are in darkness to see the light. Amen. So, ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that blindness... Be taken out of their life so that they can see. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Sight to a blind man is precious. That's true. Mm-hmm. A person gets healed of blindness, which is very possible, right? Yeah. A person that has been blind from their mother's womb or blinded by some disease as they you know, progressed in age and they see again, that's precious. We know it's precious in the natural, but it's also very, very precious in the spirit. When men and women who are in great darkness come to see the light. And so we pray in the light. Because we are people and we are men and women of God who are of the Word, but also of the Spirit. And through training, the entrance of His Word has brought light. Amen? So we see things we've never seen before. And the enablement of the Holy Spirit helps us to pray for things that we may not know ought how to pray. But when we pray in the Spirit, we pray the perfect will of God. And so you're sending the light. Amen? When you're praying. And so that's, that's one of the things that we're going to be doing uh, tomorrow night. Amen. At 7 p.m. But I got two words while we were worshiping and I trust it's God. So let's pray. Father, thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the word of the Lord. Thank you for your presence here tonight. And thank you for your people. Your people are precious. Thank you, Master. for Let's pray a minute. 
mangala paso reniste, elevando la bacan de isto hombre, mandiste que temo, frafaye no nombro diste ma, elebo sanda, thank you for the door, Lord, the door, the door, pacasite, amo ni celebrando la bocosa, me fredeste, patolomore diste, yeah, the door, the door, ha ha, thank you, Lord. The door, the door, pacasite, amalamoro tistele medista. We thank you, we rejoice in it, Lord. We're glad to be alive in this time, in this day, in this hour. Hallelujah. The day of your glory, the day of your power. Mm, thank you, Master. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, the two words that I got tonight were doors and quickening. Doors and quickening. And so let's, let's begin with uh, quickening. And uh, let's go to Romans chapter 4. Romans the fourth chapter. The spirit quickens. The flesh profiteth nothing. <laughs> But the Spirit quickeneth. He makes alive. And Jesus said, The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So, of course, you know about Abraham. And I just want you to notice the word quickeneth here from the fourth chapter and uh, verse 17. It says, as it is written, I made thee the father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead. So we serve a God who quickens the dead, who makes alive the dead. Has anybody been quickened by the Lord? Quickened by the quickener. Amen. Back in March of 1977... I got major league quickened. <laughs> Amen. 1975. 1975, March 17th. Amen. Glory to God. I got major league quickened. Quickened out of darkness into light. So he quickens the dead. He quickens the dead. You've heard of testimonies that people have been even raised from the dead. Can God do that today? Well, he certainly can and he will. Otherwise, he's not God. Because he says, I'm the Lord, your God, and I don't change. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He quickens the dead. Quickens the dead. He can quicken a dead pocketbook. Right? Mm-hmm. He can do that. Why can he do that? Because he's God. And we just believe him. He can quicken a dead relationship. He can, he can bring back to life a, a friendship that was uh, experienced a wedge in a relationship. He can, he can bring people back together again. He can quicken dead relationships. He can quicken dead marriages. Amen? He can cause... A house to become a home once again. I like that, don't you? 
So whatever keste levosem redish demande redish se kataya. So whatever you do in life and wherever you go in life, you want to make sure that you enlist the quickeners' help, <laughs> because we're all going to need it. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. You must have the Holy Spirit in your life to go through life. You must have the helper to give you the help that you're going to need in life. Yeah, without a doubt. And we're not just talking about, you know, well, I have the Holy Spirit and I'm born again and I was filled with the Spirit in 1902, but are you filled with the Spirit in 2018? Amen? We must have Him. We must have Him. He is our holy guest. And so reverence for Him and acknowledging Him and giving place to Him then gives Him permission to do what He does best in our life. And one of the things He does is He quickens. Hallelujah. He, he can quicken a church. He can take a dead church and make it alive again. He can take a dead deacon and, and raise him from the dead. What's that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God for the quickener. Amen. Evidently, he's been quickening you for years. Stand up, brother. How many miles a, a week do you usually run? Uh, usually anywhere from 70 to 100. 70 to 100. Outside, usually. Yeah, a lot of times on the treadmill. And on the treadmill. What's your age now? I'm 75. 75. <laughs> now... That's not natural. <laughs> That's supernatural. Amen. How long have you been filled with the Holy Ghost? 1988. Filled with the Holy Ghost, 1988. Isn't that wonderful that God has quickened him to that degree where he can take care of his temple like he does? Might be a little extreme, but the Holy Ghost is extreme. <laughs> it's a good thing. Amen. Praise the Lord. I think I saw him one day over at Coyote Hills, and I kind of wanted to go the other way because he's out doing me. Without a doubt. The Lord can Thank you, Lord. take disappointment mm -hmm. and discouragement out of your life mm -hmm. and quicken and renew vision in your spirit and in your soul.
He can take a vision of things that you know that God has spoken to you. And uh, it's been confirmed through the Word and by the Spirit. You just know it. But you haven't seen it in its fullest measure yet. And sometimes in between the knowing and the seeing, there can be disappointment and discouragement and despondency. But the Lord is saying tonight to all of us, He can quicken that. He can put encouragement back into your soul. This is what I got in my spirit. Okay. He, well, let's, let's, before we get to that, let's look at Romans 8. Okay. Romans is the 8th chapter. Yeah. Romans chapter 8. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you scriptorians already know where I'm going. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Romans eight eleven. I like to read it like this instead of, but if, I like to read it like this, since the Spirit. Your translation might say that, since the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. So He dwells in us. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit or by the quickener that dwells in you. He can do more for you. More of this. More of this. More. We're praying about the door. The door is open for more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody just pray for a few moments. More. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, 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 more. More quickenings. Ha-ha. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be... My, my, my. Ha-ha-ha. Don't be afraid to step on through the door. The, the door is open. The door to the supernatural is open. The door to quickenings is here. So have no fear. Step up, step in, go through the door. And all of you will experience much, much more. Amen. So Romans 8.11 says... The Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Help help Him, Jesus. Help Him, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Since the Spirit, Him that raised up Jesus from the dead, dwell in you. Thank God the quickener's in you. The quickener's in you. 
When you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror, just point at yourself and say, the Holy Spirit lives in this man. The quickener lives in this woman. And today is the day the Lord has made, and I confess and declare that this day I will experience multiple quickenings. Many quickenings. Quickenings giving you wisdom divine way out beyond yourself. In a flash, in a moment, you will see what to do. You've pondered and thought long. But yea, be filled with the Spirit and sing a new song. Every day, expect the quickener to enlighten the eyes of your understanding, giving you supernatural wisdom for your day. Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. One of the things that we should be asking for daily is supernatural wisdom. Because many days you'll get everything thrown at you, including the kitchen sink. And you'll not always know up here what to do. That's why he doesn't want us to live up here. He wants to live us to live out of here. Because that's where the quickener lives. And Pastor Tom, I think there's a verse in Isaiah which says, the Spirit of the Lord will make you of a quick understanding. Amen. Isaiah 11, I think it is. 11.3 Isaiah the 11th chapter and the 3rd verse If I get it wrong I'm in the flesh Well, let's start in verse uh, 1 of chapter 11. We'll hit her here pretty quick. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest, where? Say with me, the Spirit of the Lord rested upon the Master, and the same Spirit that rested upon him rests upon me for he lives in me but he also will rest upon me man that's a good thing think about this when the spirit of the Lord is resting upon you you will not be nervous when the spirit of the Lord is resting upon you you will not have to be anxious Because the quickening spirit gives you rest. Amen? 
Let's pray for our dear sister there. Some of you ladies, go ahead and lay hands on her. Right there. Praise the Lord. Let's pray for our sister. Amen. Respiratory. Let's ask God just to touch your life. Whoever. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Just everybody say more, Lord. More healing power manifesting in our dear sister's life. Glory to God. Wow. I like it when I can throw my notes away. (laughs) So we're back in there in Isaiah 11, right? Okay. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and the Spirit of might. Think about that. The Spirit of counsel is available to all of us. Not only that we would know what to do in life's challenges for ourselves, but that when the Spirit of God gives us a word in season to a friend or to a brother or to a sister. It doesn't have to always be, thus saith the Lord, this is what the Lord is saying. It can just be a good word of love and encouragement. Not directing a person's life, but you know, one way that you can approach certain situations is, have you considered this? Have you have you have you have you looked at this? Have you thought about this? Have you considered this as a possible option? Not that we would ever try to direct or tell a person what they should do, but you know what? I believe we're supernatural we're we're supernaturally natural and we should have words flowing through us. Amen. The spirit of counsel is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And of course, the spirit of might. He quickens you. He gives you. He makes you a mighty man, a mighty woman of God. And the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And here's what I was looking for. Verse 3. And shall make him of what? Shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. So this word came to me during worship tonight. It was the word quickening. And we've looked at several different areas that we can experience his quickening. We gave testimony of of people that have been quickened. And if we opened it up tonight, we could hear testimony upon testimony upon testimony of how the quickener has quickened you. 
It's a beautiful thing. How many, of you have, how many of you have experienced His quickening power in one area of your life? I mean, not just once, but several times. Woo! Hallelujah! He's our quickener. Now, and I'm not sure, you know, who this is for, but it's for somebody and maybe for a few tonight. And it's in this area of a quickening in your soul. A quickening in your soul. Now, we know that we are a spirit created in the image and likeness of God. We have a soul which is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And we know that we live in a physical body. What you're looking at tonight is not the real me. This is the 67-year-old me. One day I won't look 67. One day I'll look 17. I'll have my, I'll get my Juan Valdez hairdo back. <laughs> Amen. You, you, you are literally going to be amazed when you see your relatives that have already gone on to be with the Lord. They are going to look so good. Amen. Spirit, soul, and body. That's where I was talking about. Spirit, soul, and body. Now the soul, this is, this is where the challenge is. This is where the battle is. It's between the ears. The mind, Joyce Meyer says, talks about the battlefield of the mind. Another preacher preached years ago about mind is the arena of faith. This is predominantly where this good fight of faith is fought. You don't fight from a position of unrest, but you fight from a position of rest, knowing who you are in Christ. And in spite of what's going on down here, you're leaning to the quickener who lives in here, and he's quickening your body, and he'll cause your mind to line up. That's why Corinthians says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. The devil is a liar. He's a liar. And he cannot have place in your mind and in your soul if you will not allow him. But sometimes people get so, I guess the term would be overwhelmed by what's going on around them that it really does impact their soul, their mind. And it's not like, you know, a person's, you know, going off the rock or anything, but it's just like confusion and, you know, just sort of blank and just a little forgetful and just just not having not having your spiritual footing. Okay? So that is something that has been happening in perhaps 
Maybe one, maybe a few people tonight. And I believe the Lord wants to take care of that. I believe, the, I believe what the Holy Spirit is saying is He wants to quicken people's souls tonight. Amen? Amen? He wants to quicken uh, with, a, with, a, with an infusion. With an infusion. An infusion of strength. Bringing that which has been unstable back to a place of stability. I've been there. I've been there more than once. And I needed to get with God to refocus my heart and my mind and to stay it and to set it on Him. And there have been been times where Brenda has known that we've been you know married for forty years, um, and has seen me in a situation where um, just just a little little dazed by life, <laughs> a little dazed by the circumstances that besiege you sometimes, just as a person or as a minister. And she's prayed for me. And guess what happened? I got quickened. But most of the time when that has happened, I've just made the adjustments that I've known to make and taken that which is out of focused and refocused it. With eyes only on Him. Amen? So, I don't want to come up here tonight to tell you that I'm some sort of super saint because you know I ain't. I've been in some places where you have been. But tonight I believe that God wants to infuse some people. I think He wants to get some folks an infusion in their soul. Now, we don't want to embarrass anybody. We don't want to, in any way, fashion, or form... um, call anybody out but this is a family tonight and the glory is here and the anointing is here to do what? to quicken I almost said to remove burdens and to destroy yokes but you got it right he's here to quicken amen praise the Lord Amen. Yeah. Amen. So every head bowed and every eyes closed. And, and uh, we won't have time to get into the other word I got, but it'll come. It'll come. This is, I believe, the first one that came. So if you're in that particular state right now and, and you want an infusion and you want prayer in that particular area, I want you just to slip your hand up. Okay. All right. You can put your hands down. Now I'm going to ask another question because I don't want any of you to feel embarrassed in any way, fashion, or form. The same ones that did raise your hand for that, are you okay with people 
praying with you. If you are, raise your hand. Okay. All right. So, those that raise their hand, stand up, if you would. Pastor Tom, go to the piano, if you would. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's some precious people here. And there's people of prayer here. And there's people that, that know how to pray. Amen. So I want you that are seated as you're led to go to these precious ones and to pray. You go and be spirit led and pray. And I'm going to pray a corporate prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray for our brothers and we pray for our sisters tonight. That's it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are asking tonight for you to quicken people in their soul. Whatever is going on, whatever should not be there, whatever needs to be displaced, Lord, let your holy anointing infuse them with a great, great sense of peace. That's it, Montgomery. Go ahead and pray. Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. In Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say with me tonight. I am open. I am open. The door is open for ongoing quickenings in every area of my life. I'm happy tonight. Anybody happy in the house? Go ahead and be seated just for a few moments. It's always good, always good to pray for one another. Let me give you a short, a very, very short instruction now. We talked about doors. What the Lord said to me earlier in my spirit was this, is there are doors that must be closed for other doors to be opened. There are doors that must be shut so that a great door can open. That's a whole, that's a huge message. That's a big, huge message. That's a huge bucket. Neither give place to the devil. But here's, here's what I saw in, in context of what, of what we spoke on tonight. And this is what I've done for myself. You take a scripture, for example, and if you could just pull quickly up 2 Timothy 1.7 in the Amplified Version. You take a scripture and you wrap yourself in it. You just wrap yourself in scripture. You hold it dear. You hold fast to it. You apply it. 
For God didn't give me a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear. But He's given us the spirit of power and of love. Now here's what I want you to see. Of a calm and well-balanced mind of discipline and self-control. So say this with me. I have a calm, well-balanced soul. It is well with my soul. When it is well with your soul, there is no worry in your soul. When it is well with your soul, there is no anxiety in your soul. When you are calm and well balanced because of no fear, that's right. Okay. Uh huh. It's good. It's good. So here's what happened tonight. Doors. There has been a door shut on confusion. A door shut on fear. It's it's like I can see the doors. One says fear, but it's closed. Confusion, it's closed. Discouragement, it's closed. Now here, I I believe what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Keep it closed. I will keep you in perfect peace if you will stay your mind upon me. So keep it closed. And then what happens? The door to the supernatural. The door to multiplied peace. The door to multiplied joy. The door to multiplied glory. Woo! To borrow a term from the world, foot loose and fancy free. Free in Him. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.